Hello, welcome to today's immigration tidbit. You're in removal proceedings, or you know someone is in removal proceedings, and they've done a little bit of research on the internet, and they think that they can successfully represent themselves. Uh, not a good idea. Um, they should have an attorney with them. Okay, uh, but let's talk about the master calendar hearing. That's the first hearing. Now, granted, you go into the courtroom, there's 30 other cases there, uh, and sometimes you have to wait two hours to be called. But once you get up there for a master calendar hearing, you're talking five to ten minutes. Very short hearing. And some people take the view that because it's so short, it's not that important. They can just get an attorney later. And that would be a mistake. The master calendar hearing is very important. It's actually one of the most important hearings of the entire removal proceeding process. It basically prepares the maps and the paths upon which the whole case will go. And if it's not done properly, you could find yourself in a world of trouble. So take, for example, you have a crime. You are in removal proceedings and you are being deported. They're, they're trying, they being the government, is trying to deport you outside the United States because of these crimes. So <clears throat> you go to the hearing, you... You know, decide you're going to get a lawyer later when the like real trial comes and, you know, the master calendar is no big deal. And the judge pulls up the notice to appear and starts asking you questions. And one of the questions the judge asks you is, you know, Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so, you were convicted of such and such on whatever day and year and whatever court and received a sentence of whatever. Do you agree with that charge? Do you accept that charge? And because you're there by yourself, you're thinking, well, they obviously have the records. They obviously know I was convicted. And I would be lying if I said no. Um, so I'll say yes. So you say yes. And boom, the moment you say yes, you have either ruined or completely made your case a thousand times more difficult. You have done what you should never do. And that is when in removal proceedings, you never ever admit to the commission of a crime. That doesn't mean that ultimately the judge will rule, you know, there's sufficient evidence that you've committed it. But initially... When you are in removal proceedings, it is the government's burden to prove by clear and convincing evidence that you are removal. So what does that mean when I say that? That means that the government has the duty to prove and to show that you are removable. They must present evidence of the crime, of the conviction, of the sentence, and and it's not on their, you know, I've, I've had in the years past, they try to show their internal immigration documents that has bl blubberish everywhere and numbers everywhere. And I say, here is the document showing. And of course, I object to it. It's not a document from the criminal court. Uh, 
It's not an official document that shows what the actual conviction was and, and so forth. So you have to understand why this burden exists. This burden exists because let's just say you're a green card holder and you're living peacefully and enjoying the United States. And now an action has come against you from the U.S. government to basically kick you out of the country. Okay. Um, and so if, if the consequences are going to be so severe that they're going to go to extremes to try to deport you, then they have to sufficiently prove. And, and by sufficiently, the initial burden is high. It's not, uh, you know, 50-50. It's clear and convincing, okay? That is a much higher burden. So if they provide, for example, their own documents <clears throat> and they try to, um, you know, just say that you were convicted of it and that they know that it's true, that will not be sufficient. So by the same token, there's not a single time in my 30-some years of practice, that I would go to court and admit to the crime. You're doing their job, okay? You are doing their job by admitting to the crime. That's, that's really no different than a criminal defendant in court, uh, you know, going in there and the judge saying, by the way, Mr. or Mrs. Defendant, did you commit this crime? And the defendant says, yes. Okay, you know that never happens. I mean, unless they're taking a plea deal and they, you know, admit to it during the plea deal. But, but it never happens that they just admit to the crime. They everybody knows in a criminal court, the other side has to prove that you're guilty. Okay, you're not assumed. So it's the same thing. So I've even had judges in the past, believe it or not, they, they want the client to admit. To the crime. They they want to try to force the client to admit the crime. So I have to jump in there. I have to say, Your Honor, <clears throat> respectfully, the court cannot change or alter the law here. The burden of proof is on immigration, the government, to prove removability. It is not on the respondent to admit to a crime, thereby establishing removability. Okay? Uh, and then I further say, uh, and this would violate respondent's Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination. And of course, the answer from the judge is always the same as, well, this is not a criminal proceeding. <clears throat> and therefore, the Fifth Amendment does not apply. And then I just assert it again. And the judge realizes the judge won't get an answer from uh, the respondent. Okay, then the law proceeds as it should. The judge then will turn to the uh, to the government. So, okay, what documents, what evidence do you have to show that this respondent admit, uh, committed the crime? And then, of course, they will have to show the abstract of judgment, the official judgment from the criminal court uh, with this person's name and birthday. I've had times where they've done ones with uh, a wrong name. Okay, or the name is not exact, and I object to that because that doesn't show by clearing convincing evidence if the name is a little different. If if it is different, they have to prove it. So the bottom line here is two things: get an attorney to represent you in removal proceedings. Oh, well, it's three things: 
The master calendar hearing is incredibly important. It has to be done properly and never, ever admit to a crime in removal proceedings. Okay. Short cast club.